You're cruising through an Arizona Saturday morning at Rosie on the House. Doing anything and everything we can to become your best friend. Every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We like to be every Arizona homeowner's happy place. Romy is absent today, but he's filling a very important role, being the farrier at his kid's rodeo. So the pictures they are sending are making me sick. I'm not there watching it. It's absolutely hilarious. What do you do with a four- and five-year-old on horses and steaks and barrels? And they are just having a blast. So very anxious to see that. His older girls are doing awesome. So Romy's out at the rodeo today. Jennifer is here to take your call. She's behind the glass with our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D. The phone number to reach us is one 767 4348 And the topic of the hour, this hour right now, I want to talk about mortgages. So who do I bring in when we want to talk about mortgages? Of course, Mr. Harold Perkins from Galaxy Lending Group. Harold, thanks again for joining us this morning. Hi, Rosie. Thanks for having me. Boy, we were visiting a little bit earlier in the week, and you were telling me that uh, as the holidays approach, y'all generally uh, have a little bit more free time in the office. Usually, usually uh, uh, purchase uh, purchases in the valley uh, tend to slow down a little bit in the in the fourth quarter, but it seems to be a little bit different this year. We seem to uh, there seems to be more activity as far as people moving, purchasing, and so and that's that's exciting. That's that's good going into the end of this year and going into next year. It, it seems all very positive, a little busier than usual. Well, I'm seeing a lot of the normal traditional patterns. Uh, impacted and I, I and it all has to do with equity I, I take it all back to equity when people have equity in their homes they've got portability that's what we're seeing <laughs> that's that's exactly right and that's what we're seeing more than anything more of the move up so the uh, the the family that is uh, has the equity in their property, selling the house to take that equity to use as the down payment on that next larger, getting out of their starter home into into something a little bit bigger to suit the growing family. And then some of the second tier buyers and homeowners are just mining that equity for, for home improvements. A lot of that too. Uh, the where we've got, uh, they find out there's more equity than they realized they had a house that they're going to stay in uh, for a long time, and so larger remodeling projects where it's uh, you know adding an addition to the house or or full bathroom and kitchen, uh, larger with the equity in the property, making it nicer to live in, and and larger projects more than just the Saturday do-it-yourself uh, retile kind of thing. So big stuff, which is exciting. It's good. Well, as people were moving in the homes in the last decade, uh, may, maybe they were unlucky enough to buy prior to 2008 or 2009. Maybe they bought in 6 or 7 or the beginning of 8 and uh, had to suffer through a huge equity dip. And they're really kind of stuck at that point if, if they just make the payments and wait for the market to return. And they had remodel aspirations to do something. Uh, at that point, it may have been, let's add a master suite with an exercise nook over here and two walk-in closets and a his and her wet closet, a shared vanity. Well, 
those got turned into let's just refinish the cabinet vanity and hang a new mayor <laughs> right and uh <laughs> me included in that in that mix you know and purchasing uh purchasing in 04 and then seeing the equity go away but uh but what we're seeing now is is uh a lot of that coming back coming they are values absolutely. coming back to those levels and then even increasing on top of that so it's fantastic i haven't looked at the index for a couple it's probably been about six months and uh do you know where we are in relation to where we were in housing values just prior to the bus? Uh, every area is a little bit different. Certain areas recovered faster than than others. But what we're seeing for the majority of the valley is that uh, property values are at a level that uh, that were pre-recession on a lot of places even a little bit higher. Um, so there there has been a recovery as far as property values in most areas. Of course, everywhere is different. And so there's some that are still, some people still underwater, but it's fewer and fewer every month. Well, and it's a pretty healthy housing recovery in that we haven't seen spikes of appreciation of double digits. Yes. Uh, we did. We, I think we did in 15 or something like one or two quarters of it, but it isn't a sustained 11, 12, 13% appreciation year over year. And so it seems to be more steady. It seems to be more level and which then is more, which is more reasonable and sustainable long-term where we're not in as much danger, certainly not like it was in 05 and 06 where the, where the, that bubble had no choice but to come. Now it's a more sustained level appreciation, uh, which is, which is better for all of us. Makes a much healthier housing market for sure which as we've seen in Arizona makes a much healthier construction industry makes a much healthier financial institution market I mean just it, it just adds stability throughout the entire economic sector from one end to the other so it, it does and then and even in all the sectors so we see we see more new construction than we've seen recently and definitely a lot more resale homes and everything and so and then a very stable uh uh, environment for interest rates and on the on the financing end of things also. Are y'all doing a lot of new construction? Uh, we're seeing more, and and that part is very interesting. We are seeing. I think I think we have uh, uh, we have a much higher percentage of new construction loans in process right now than we than we've had in years. Um, and so that's something that as we look and that trickles down into the into the resale also. That's a really good indicator of what's happening in the resale market if we see more new construction. All right. Now, I'm no expert on it, but I hear news that we're going to have a change at the feds, a new a new leader at the feds. Yes. Uh, there seems to be some slight pressure to push interest rates up. What does your crystal ball tell you? Uh, well, my crystal ball has always been a little bit fuzzy. <laughs> it's, so it never, I, I, I must have gotten a lemon on that one because it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't always work right. But, uh, but the anticipation is that there, there will be, uh, there will be a rate increase coming from the, coming from the Fed, um, possibly in December. And, and they're sensing that realistically based on the overall strength of the economy. It is, and and that is and what we're seeing is low unemployment um, and as those unemployment numbers continue to stay low generally speaking what that will cause is uh, an increase in interest rates um, and then we're seeing the stock market's been great of course and, and stable and increasing and so those things generally do lead to the Fed increasing rates as far as mortgage rates go though um, when the Fed interest increases interest rates where that affects you that's short-term rates and so that's your credit cards your auto loans um, home equity loans home equity line of credit if you have that so that's where it relate directly to mortgage uh, not a direct impact 
effect on your normal 30-year mortgage rate. And in fact, usually what we see is that if the Fed does what's anticipated, and so if there is uh, increase from in the Fed rate in December, you generally see mortgage rates dip a little bit. Uh, the mortgage the mortgage banks have already accounted for the rate increase uh, that's coming, and so that's already in the mortgage rates that you're seeing now. And so, typically speaking, whenever there is an increase by the Fed, and we expected it to come. You'll see mortgage rates drop a little bit because everybody did what they were supposed to do. The market likes stability and predictability, and so then it reacts positively in that. So time will tell. We'll see what happens, but that's what I've seen in the past. So you're not anticipating people fleeing to a refinance position now to protect their position? It's uh, it's you know. Uh, I guess that depends what they're paying right now. It depends where obviously it uh, it depends what you've got compared to what's available right now. And it's uh, as we've seen during the past year, not everything always goes to plan and not everything happens as predicted. And so they're uh, depending on what the Fed does, depending on um who gets nominated to replace Yellen, and we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So, if everything goes to plan, we should see rates still be stable. Uh, there shouldn't there there shouldn't be the need to rush out and do anything immediately. But definitely keep. But rates are good right now, and so the uh, and we don't know what's coming in the future. So it's always worth taking a look. Well, I know if if anybody's sitting on a fifteen year old mortgage that they got on stated income, chances are. That rate's going to be pretty high. <laughs> Chances are you ought to be looking heavily because if you bought at that time, you you rode the horse through the depth of the depression, the 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 devaluation. It's probably back, and now would be an excellent time to take a look at that. No, because you're you're pushing out a thirty year conventional at what generally speaking right now? Uh, still under four uh, percent, assuming good credit and everything. There's still rates on a thirty year that you're go- going to be three point seven five, three point eight seven five. Fifteen years are still in the low threes. Um, FHA and VA loans are are even better. Those those are in the mid threes still for a thirty year, and so the 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 rate environment is fantastic for that. If you if you were somebody that was in a loan that you took in two thousand six, uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, if you were a fixed rate, you're in the sixes still. Um, if you were an adjustable rate. Uh, back then, you've seen your rate increase every year for the past few years, and 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 those adjustable rates are starting to push up quite a bit, also. And so it's worth taking a look for sure. Yeah, because it's you've got, like I say, the equity back. You've got the opportunity to greatly reduce the interest rate. And people say, "Well, I'm I'm 15 years into this mortgage." Well, then we do it. We do. I don't, a, I don't want to throw another thirty-year mortgage on it. Oh no! And it's a lot of t- that doesn't make sense, especially if you're going to stay in the property. If it's something where your goal is to pay off that property, uh, then we look at uh, we look at fifteen-year term on the refinance, or shorter, or ten, or uh, we'll go down to seven. So you can take a term as short as seven years. And if your interest rate, if it is an older loan that you've been in for that long, your interest rate is higher. A lot of times what we see is we can bring that term down uh, to 10 or 15 years and really not impact the monthly payment compared to compared to what they're paying now because of the difference in interest rate. Set up an opportunity for the traditional mortgage burning ceremony 
years earlier, right? Right. The amount of interest that you can save over that duration. We're here with Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending Group talking our way through the current situation in home equity and the world of financing and mortgages at your home. If you've got a question about any mortgage you're currently pushing or holding and want to talk to Harold, it'd be a great opportunity to get online right now. We have open lines at one 767 4348 Mortgages and overdrafts, they really get me down. VAT and income tax would make an angel frown. I've been to the banks of the Ohio, I've danced on the banks of the Nile. But the tightest bank in this whole world is where I must go now. I bet you didn't know there was a song about mortgages, did you? I did not know that. That's a good one. We've got a song for everything. We're here with Harold Perkins of the Galaxy Lending Group. And, Harold, Jennifer is in the next room taking phone calls. And, uh, you know, when you're talking about mortgages, uh, sometimes you don't want to visit about your personal situation with 100,000 other homeowners eavesdropping in on the conversation. Uh, of course not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if somebody wanted to talk to you or a representative of Galaxy Lending Group about specifics in their mortgage or their credit situation – or their equity situation, how would they contact the office, and when could they do it? Uh, give it. There are there are people in the office right now waiting for your calls. Happy to help. 602-595-1233. Brooke and Michael are there, ready to take any of your calls. If you talk to Michael, ask him about uh, why his mom misspelled his name. Why his mom misspelled his name. Okay. It- the number again? 602-595-1233. Galaxy Lending Group. Okay. We had you on just recently. I, I, I begged you to come on uh, several weeks ago and just visit about a particular instance that we each were familiar with. Uh, and it's the world of the reverse mortgage. Yes. And you, you and I have not historically been fans of them. No, in the past, they were not my favorite. Um, the, it, it was something that, uh, you know, there, for a lot of the people that went into reverse mortgages, it was not the right loan for them. It was not the right type of loan for them at the time. And uh, there were other uh, other people on, in the mortgage industry that, uh, because of the money that could be made on a reverse mortgage, would direct people into the loans that were maybe not the best for them. So, you know, they were not always my favorite. And they were expensive. Yes, uh, they're expensive on interest rate. They were expensive in closing costs. And so there are certain situations where it was just not the best thing to do for this situation. And so, and that's something that people have to, that you have to have that consultation. You have to do your research on if you're thinking about or considering a reverse mortgage just to make sure it is the right loan program for you. It's just one more tool in your toolbox. Yes, and and it's not right for everybody. Um, and so, and then as we as as you talk to, uh, especially as you talk to our reverse specialists that are there, that is what they're analyzing, and that's what they're reviewing for you. And so, and they may tell you that this is not you don't need the reverse mortgage. You have you have resources in other areas. This is not the best loan for you, and that's okay. Uh, for some people, it's the only option. It's it's the thing that will. Uh, really turn the finances uh, for something that's been stressful and bad into something that in in the later years in life can make life more comfortable. Well, in the one particular 
scenario in case was the seventy-year-old gentleman. Yeah, he had uh, he had tens of thousands in in uh, judgments and medical debt. Uh, uh, did not have enough income to 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 even pay his bills. To even have uh, uh, one thing I'd forgotten about with him, he didn't have he didn't have enough money to repair the air conditioning in his home. And so it was things like this. So he was, you know, he was sweating it out in the summers. And so it's, it's in his case, it was the only option. And it completely turned things around for him. And there were other things he could have done, but he didn't want the anxiety of knowing there'd ever be another payment. Right. He, he put the equity to work to el- eliminate his stress. Right. And Which he was under a, a lot of stress. A lot of stress. A recent widower. Yeah. Yeah. And his only other option at that point would have been to sell the house that he lived in for years, and he didn't he didn't want to do that either. And so then down the road, once everything gets settled and everything gets paid off again, he may have the opportunity to refinance out of that reverse mortgage. So that's and that's the other misconception that people have. You're not selling the house back to the bank, and so sometimes it's a tool just to to fix a financial issue, and then once things are resolved, you could refinance out of the reverse mortgage into a regular Ford mortgage. All right. Well, as I mentioned to you a minute ago, that we're getting lots of calls of people that are asking questions that aren't comfortable bringing it up on air with all the listeners we've got statewide. Uh, so your office number, one more time, and who are they going to talk to, Mike? Michael and Brooke. Michael uh, and Brooke. 602 595 one, two, three, three. Okay. We have a question uh, from an unnamed caller uh, who says, uh, we took out a line of credit and did a considerable amount of remodeling with it. So now I'm sitting on a line of credit and an original mortgage. Depending on the equity, it might be one thing to, that you might consider is combining that uh, that line of credit and first mortgage into a new first mortgage. Uh, there are some there are some guidelines that may restrict uh, them from being able to do that. Uh, you do have to have enough equity in the property uh, in order to combine the two together. But uh, if the concern on the line of credit would be that that is a variable rate loan generally. And if we do see a rate increase coming from the Fed uh, later this year, or if there are more next year, that has a direct impact on the money that's on the on the balance of the line of credit. So we do see that quite a bit, where the goal is to combine that first and second, or first and HELOC together into one loan, uh, and then just have that one that one fixed rate payment, reducing principal on both of them. Harold Perkins from Galaxy Lending Group here talking with you and me about home mortgages. His second, he had a second part of the question that we're going to get to after the break, and we have several other that are lining up here to visit with you about what they can do with the equity and the mortgages currently sitting on their homes. What are their options? If that doesn't put a smile on your face, nothing will. A sparkle in your eye, a skip in your step, a tap in your toe. Down home. You're down home with Rosie on the house this morning here broadcasting on the very threshold of our 30th anniversary of being on air, doing what we can 
to melt away every Arizona homeowner's anxiety or fears about anything having to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin. Today, in this hour, talking mortgages and the world of equity and financing with Mr. Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending Group. And uh, Harold, our texting has just like been overloaded here. Uh, so there are still a lot of issues around financing and questions on interest rates and this one question about the can I combine my line of credit that I use to remodel my house with the original first mortgage and the second part of his question is am I limited to working with only the bank that issued that line of credit oh no not at all uh so uh give us a call um the we can uh it doesn't matter who you took the loan with uh, whether it was recently with your bank on a line of credit or years and years ago, uh, the uh, uh, anybody can uh, can take a look at what the options are as far as combining that first and second together, and we're very happy to do that. And we have another texter here. We were talking about what the feds may or may not do in December, uh, and the general feeling right now is there's going to be a little bump. You're, you've explained to us that that probably doesn't have much of an impact on mortgages, but one texter texted in and said, yeah, but Rosie, the Fed said they were going to raise rates three or four times last year. <laughs> they did. And and we didn't, <laughs> we did not see that. And so, and that's why there's always the, uh, the cloudy crystal ball where we, we don't know what's coming. Uh, we did hear many, many times last year that the, the rates would increase. We only saw one or two. Um, and so that's uh, so it's important to look at what's available now and compare it to what you've got now because we, we just don't know what's coming. Now, if you if you find the store that has the crystal balls that work properly, I want to know where that is. <laughs> the uncloudy ones? All right. We have another question from someone uh, down in uh, Pinal County that's talking about a lot of modular homes in our community. Uh, lots of times we're trapped into that mortgage that, you know, came with the purchase and very often not a very competitive note. There are limited options. Uh, the, you don't. You do not have as many options available to you for financing if it's a, a modular or a manufactured home. Uh, if it's an owner-occupied property, there there are options for financing where the rates are uh, the rates are the same as as your regular stick-built home or site-built home. Um, but if you're if you if you convert that property into a second home or an investment property, or you're looking to cash out equity, that's when it can be much more difficult. There are just, on the on the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, investor side of things, there it's those are not uh, as desirable a property. And so there's, there are just fewer options on the financing. Usually that reflects in higher interest rate. Depends on the use of the property. Yeah, a lot of the mortgages that are triggered at the purchase point are pretty well subsidized by the manufacturer of the home as a way to move the product. Yes, and so and so then that's <laughs> private financing right. uh, essentially that comes with that and so then when we get into the uh, I guess normal financing that we're all accustomed to there is uh, as we get into Fannie and Freddie and even FHA and VA what they're looking for is they uh, they're looking to protect themselves in the event of uh, foreclosure and so they'll be more restrictive on property that are less common in the area. Well, we appreciate the text. Like I say, we're talking with Harold Perkins, owner of Galaxy Lending Group. 
If you'd like to talk to Harold, the number is one 767 That'll put you live on air with us. But if you'd like to talk more confidentially with someone from Galaxy Lending Group, Harold, what Six, would they do? 602-595-1233. Or come by and see us. Our office is in Scottsdale. Uh, we're at uh, Via de Ventura and the 101. Uh, so you can come by and see us in Scottsdale also. And if they, but they don't need to see you to get this done. I mean, you operate statewide. We do. Uh, so it's uh, or online at uh, galaxylendinggroup.com. Uh, you can access our interest rate supply online also. Yeah, can't can't make it any easier than that. Right. So we appreciate that opportunity. So I, I know y'all are doing a lot. And again, to clarify, Harold, at our position on reverse mortgages, in that we have never been a big fan of them. Uh, they have become much more competitive, and they're just one more tool that we find have worked very successfully. I, I have family members that have gone into a reverse mortgage. It's just what they wanted. And, and it is a good tool, and it's it's not for everyone. It's uh, and Proceed with caution. And, and and do your research, just like with any loan, though, just with any, uh, even if you were comparing a regular 30-year to a 15-year, do your research, make sure that it is the right thing for you, consult a professional and making sure that you, you get what the pros and cons are. Um, and then make your and then make your decision an educated decision as you go into it. It's not for everyone, but a good tool for a lot of people. One of the key indicators I always tell people is look, if you're getting pushed in any one direction, ha- have the confidence to push back. You know, it, 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 if they're pushing you into that tool, uh, make sure you're asking all the right questions. But if they're laying it out, as a menu, here are three or four great choices for you. Let's talk through all the pros and cons of all three. Then you're probably at the right house. I, I agree with that completely, and that's what we that's what we train our staff to do. Is that we what we want to know as we as we talk to you and and do that initial consultation is we we want to know what your goals are, what what you're looking to accomplish with the financing, and then at that point we lay out well here's all the options that can accomplish that. Which one makes the most sense for you? Here are the pros and cons of each one, and the way we look at it is that it's uh, it's it's your money. It's not our money. So you should make the decision on what you're doing with it. And and we just need to lay out what the options are, let you decide what makes the most sense for you. And the options have grown dramatically over the last few decades. I can remember when Jennifer and I bought our first little home. Uh, it was it was a strict and strict rule, 20% down. And you had to prove none of that 20% came as a gift from family. It had to be your 20% that you scrapped together, and we bought a nice little house in Glendale, uh, but it wasn't near as nice as the Mercury Cougar XR7 Jennifer (laughs) had that we had to sell to get up to the 20%. I would give my eye teeth for that little Cougar we sold. Oh, well, you wouldn't have to do that today. There, uh, there are options uh, for as little as one percent down. Um, if you're a veteran, you can do zero down with uh, with a VA loan. Uh, in some rural areas, there are zero down uh, loan options available also. Um, but uh, the twenty percent down is not necessary anymore. Uh, you can do you can do much less than that. Uh, there are even some times where even if you have the twenty percent to put down, one of the 
things that we like to look at is uh, sometimes it doesn't make sense to, uh, sometimes there's other debt um, and it makes more sense financially to put a little bit less down on the house, get rid of the other debt, um, pay that off with what might have been your down payment money. So we'll evaluate those things. But uh, but no, definitely you can do less than 20% down now if it's, uh, if it's an owner-occupied property. And I know for a prior employee of mine, y'all actually kind of kind of credit counseled him through a situation where you can actually, if you're not sure you're ready to buy, uh, the folks at Galaxy can kind of coach you through. Let's take a look at your credit score and let me give you some tactics and strategies to address this and let's sit down and talk in six months. Happens all the time. And uh, and sometimes there are situations where uh, you might qualify to purchase today. Um, but with a couple of little tweaks on your credit, it could be the difference of a half a percent in the interest rate. And so sometimes what we'll look at, what we'll give as an option is to say, maybe you don't purchase today, but let's fix these couple of things. Uh, they're very minor, very easy to do. And instead of having a 600 credit score, you might have a 700 credit score. And then now the terms that you get on that financing are, are much more favorable. And so we're that's, uh, that's something absolutely we want all of our people to do. It's not about just putting you in that loan today. It's putting you in the best loan that makes the most sense for you. And sometimes that means it's down the road a little bit. All right. And if people want to talk confidentially off the radio, how would they get a hold of you? 602-595-1233 or galaxylendinggroup.com. And you have people answering the phone now. If someone would get a busy signal... Uh, call call back. We should we we should be okay. Uh, we have plenty of people uh, in the office today, ready to take your calls, ready to answer the phone for you. Okay, and again, the number one more time: six zero two five nine five one two three three. All right. The one thing we haven't talked about, and and excuse me if my lips start quivering and tears roll down my cheeks and I start sweating blood, but. Uh, one of the things that got us in a little bit of trouble back in 06, 07, 08 was slapping loans on homes for future values and uh, just highly leveraged opportunities where we would take a look at the value of a home. Uh, I mean, we, we, we remodeled several homes back in those days where the home was worth $10, the remodel was worth $10, and the home was worth $17, but they got the $20 loan. Ah. <laughs> uh, we did several of those for customers and clients. We're not back in that position. We're not forward appraising properties. No. Uh, now, what we uh, what we do have as an option as far as a remodel loan is that we will look at what the value of the property will be after the remodel is completed. Um, but if your if your value is going to be uh, a certain number, the cost of the remodel is more than that. We're not going to loan you enough to do the remodel and put us in a position that we're underwater on it. Uh, and that's a good thing for the industry. Um, the the day, and the homeowner and and the homeowner especially the the days of uh yep there used to be loans that you could finance 125 percent of the value of the property um the i don't know what our industry was thinking then but the uh but the anticipation was that property values would continue to appreciate 
And so if you if you financed more than the value of the property, you were only in a risky position for a short period of time until the property caught until, up. until it caught up. But then until it doesn't, until the property values start declining, then you're in big trouble. So, uh, so no, I'm uh, I'm not aware, and I would not be interested in doing a loan where we loaned more than uh, the value of the property. Certain circumstances, though, in a remodel, it does make sense. We know that you're going to add an addition, so we know that that will add value to the property. Right. We'll have a licensed appraiser determine what the value of the property is going to be after that work is done. So, and we'll lend on that, even though the work is not done yet. Um, but as it's done, as we'll end on it as it's happening, yeah. and then we'll be very restrictive, making sure that the money has to go, has checks have to be <laughs> uh, countersigned by both the homeowner and the contractor, so that we can do inspections to make sure the work is still continuing, continuing, and the money is not being pocketed by uh, by somewhere along the way. We want to make sure that work gets done. Very good. We're here with Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending Group at Rosie on the house. I don't know. Jerry D, depends on your kid. <laughs> and if you're uh, you're part of a Cajun family, that kid could be real interesting, too. <laughs> Probably, chances are your neighbor is your kid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> on both sides. Uh, we're back with Rosie on the house here talking mortgages, financing, and equity at your house, at your home with Harold Perkins of the Galaxy Lending Group. And I, we're seeing a pace right now, Harold. As a matter of fact, I told you that I hadn't seen an index as to where our appraisal rates have been, and it's good to hear. We're about to back to pre-recession levels. That's awesome. Yes. The one study I have seen that I've been spending quite a bit of time diving into is we have something we call the remodel index, which tells us what level of activity residential remodeling is at. And the base year is 2006. We are now almost 25% beyond that pace. Wow. <laughs> With 30% less labor. So we're, having, we're seeing some non-traditional ways to get things done. Uh, we are, uh, and we're we're seeing things that uh, we're seeing things that are are uh, very creative and very good. We're seeing um, uh, we have this happening uh, actually a closing that's happening on Monday. Uh, buyers are are closing on their house on Monday, but they're not going to move into the property until after the start of the year. Yeah, who wants to move with the holidays staring you right in the face, right? And the the sellers of the house don't want to move either, but they wanted their house sold. Um, they didn't know how long it would take to sell the house going into the holidays, and then they agreed. Well, we agree to buy your house. We'll go ahead and close on it, but let's all just wait until January first to move. And so, and those are things that I think that's why we're seeing um, in increase in activity uh, in the fourth quarter as far as purchases and, and resale homes that we maybe haven't seen in years before is that there are some uh, sellers leasing back the property from the buyers for a short period of time uh, just to just to accommodate different things and different schedules. And, in, that, in that seller's case, they can spend their equity on Christmas presents. Exactly. <laughs> 
Well, Harold, we appreciate you coming in. We do still have some texts here of people that are trying to get in and visit with you. If they want to talk about their personal situation at their home, refinancing, combining lines of credits, forward loaning against future remodels, reverse mortgages, whatever it might be, how would they get a hold of you? 602-595-1233. Give us a call um, or uh, find us online at galaxylendinggroup.com. All right. Harold, thanks a million for coming in this hour. I appreciate you letting me lasso you in to cover this topic every once in a while. My pleasure, Rosie. Love it. All right. Folks, we've got some tickets here to give away before we end today's broadcast. If you're a fan of professional basketball and love our Phoenix Suns, they have a game against the Orlando Magic Friday, this coming Friday, November 10th. It's a 7 p.m. start. Phoenix Suns versus Orlando Magic. Two tickets very graciously provided by our flagship station in Phoenix, Arizona, KTAR. Let's just say be the first caller to Rosie on the house at one 767 First caller gets tickets to Friday, November 10th's game, Phoenix Suns versus Orlando Magic. The game starts at 7 p.m. Dial the Don't dial KTAR's number. Maybe you want to travel from Wikiup to come see the game. Dial the toll-free number, one 767 That's Suns and Magic. Well, folks, I hope you all appreciated everything we crammed into today's broadcast. If you didn't catch all of it, there's parts of it you're not going to want to miss. At 7 a.m., we had our good friend and author and travel writer, Mr. Roger Naylor in, talking about his most current book, The Cole Brothers. Now, he's going to be out at Sibley's West in Chandler this afternoon for a book signing. Well, they're also going to have a Chevy uh, uh, car show out there, so Sibley's West gift shop. Roger will be there. You have copies of his book, The Kolb Brothers, just a great story about two guys that founded the Kolb Studio on the south rim of the Grand Canyon. His other books, Burgers and Boots, is a great one, as well as Route 66. And he's working on another issue right now. Another, His next book will be he has visited one of each of the state parks in Arizona over the past few months, and he's going to write a book including the stops and what to see at each of the state parks. In today's Arizona Republic in the Explore Arizona section, he has a great article on State of Greats, 22 Reasons to be Thankful You Live in Arizona. 8 o'clock hour, we had John J. Harper in, as well as Joyce Rickner from the Oracle Historical Society, where she works at the Steam Pump Ranch right at the base of Poosh Ridge with her Heritage Garden. I thought that was an incredibly great hour. Nine o'clock hour, we had the Registrar of Contractors in here to talk about the sophistication of people who are trying to steal money from you. Mobile, traveling, organized crime. Please be careful. As well as David Byrne of Green ID. And we finished the show with Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending Group. And next week, we're going to be talking everything solar and how it's all going to be changing in the very near future.